right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Katie. Hey, Monica. How's your afternoon been? You know, this autumn day is making me feel so great. You know what's making me feel great is the fact that dinner is ready and it's just going to go in the oven. That's a really also great thing. Yeah, especially (gasps) because I'm staying for dinner. It's like, thank you. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Monica, for hooking up future Mm -hmm. Monica with company. That preparation, it goes goes a long way. So good. Mm -hmm. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to try to focus, though. Regardless that this meal is in the fridge waiting. Yeah. We, we have stay with you. tasks yeah. before we eat. Yeah. Just slow it down. I know. My mouth is watering now. Gosh. Sorry. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> so today we wanted to bring to you um, a new character in our lives. We have been introduced to a new podcast called the Life Coach School Podcast by Brooke Castillo, who is a life coach. And the podcast is kind of aimed at life coaches, but also can be potentially inhaled Mm -hmm. by the average Joe like us. Yeah. Yeah. I think the term life coach too can feel a little like, what does that even mean? Why do you need a coach for your life? But her, her intention is to just create this new possibility of thought process for our little brains who have been conditioned to do the way that we've been doing, the way that we've been surviving all of these years, whether it's the 30 to 40 to 50 under our belt now or the evolutionarily tons of years under our human species belts. Yeah, for sure. But those Mm. little tools she can offer, little tools, I can't even say them like that. They're big tools, peeps. Life-changing tools. Like this person was brought into our lives a month ago. We've both inhaled about 30 plus episodes in the Mm -hmm. last month. And I really feel like every cell of my being is slowly shifting according to her life model, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a big deal. If you've been living in a body for 30 years and suddenly you can shift the way your brain, the way you look at your mind. And I think it comes from even looking at your mind. So often we are synced with our mind. I am my mind. So we can't examine it. We can't take a step back and look at the way we're doing something and why. Mm -hmm. And when we have that power to zoom out or really zoom in, we can then start to ripple our our processes to be more effective all the way around, which I think is what a life coach is trying to serve, is enabling that life process to be more flowing, more systematic with your joy and making sure that you're not getting – your dream swept under the rug and letting go of the things that really matter to you. That's all life coach is really for, the things that we should be caring about but often find ourselves struggling with exactly. to make time for or And whatever. just like we've been reading some self-help, we've coined the term help selfie books. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep coming back to the thought of like what's so bad with the word self-help? Same thing yeah. with the word uh, life coach. It's like no one else is going – to get your life the way you want it to be other than you. Money's mm-hmm. not going to get it there. The clothes you wear aren't going to get it there. Your circumstances aren't going to get them there. It's the thoughts you have about everything in your life that can take you to the life that you think you don't have, but you probably already have access to. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Mind blow. What? Crazy. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> so as we've said, we've listened to like, 
tons of hours. We're mm-hmm. just going to give you little bits of her because she's too much of an influence for us not to share. Yeah, kind you should of just go listen to yeah. her yourself and then come back to us. Don't forget, she doesn't creative write like we do That's for right. you. Yeah, she does not do that. But <laughs> she does give you some serious life lessons. Yeah, and teaches us that we all have our strengths and ability to examine that with a kinder eye. For sure. Slash mindset. Kinder mindset. So to jump in, we start by start playing with Brooke's model by examining our thoughts. I want to throw in, though, that she has said before that she teaches this model in her school, the self-coaching model, but that it is a kind of a compilation of many truths that are taught forever over the course of time. And actually, her model is very similar to something we played with in one of our really early episodes, the quote, watch your thoughts for they become words, watch your words for they become actions, watch your actions for they become habits, watch your habits because it becomes your character and watch your character because that becomes your destiny. We played with this concept a long time ago and tons of philosophers Mm -hmm. and thinkers have played with similar Mm -hmm. concepts. The ripple effect is well known. It starts, though, with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's where Brooke's model starts, with your thoughts. She says that thoughts are just sentences you can hold in your hand. We have up to 60,000 thoughts a day. Whoa. That's and our entire destiny starts with our thoughts that many times we don't even recognize we have the power to control. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You can mind control your own mind? (laughs) Not easily, but with practice Mm -hmm. and determination, I can attempt to mind control my own mind (laughs) 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 to do great evil and destroy the world. I would expect nothing less from you. you. Thank you. Yeah. So Brooke's model, though, it does start with thoughts. It really starts with the circumstance. You're right. So ignore what I just said. No, don't ignore that. <laughs> but don't take it back. That. that is a key piece for sure. We do start with the circumstance though. Because mm-hmm. your thought normally is thinking about something. Yeah. It was provoked in some way. And that circumstance, she labels it as it's something neutral. It's a fact. It's something that no one would argue about. That door is white. Katie's beautiful. Oh, wait, fact. that's a t- thought. <laughs> She's confused. <laughs> There's probably somebody out in the world that doesn't find me beautiful because even the juiciest peach, I don't know if you know, but there are people that don't even like the juiciest peach. So I don't get those people. I know. And there's people, I guess, too, that don't even like peaches. Totally true. They like apples. Yeah. Or they don't like fruit at all. They're like, nah, fruit for me. Nah, fruit for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, it does start with the circumstance. So say... You come home from work. Your husband's in charge of dinner tonight. You're doing your thing. You come into the kitchen. There's no husband to be found. There's a ton of smoke and the chicken is burning on the stove. What a jerk. (laughs) He abandoned you. He abandoned dinner. He must not care about the family. He doesn't care if you eat. 
He has no concern for anyone but himself. Yeah, he wasted that chicken. He is so selfish. I can't believe I even married him. Yeah. What is he even doing? Where is he? Yeah. So we can see how a circumstance happens. There's a burnt chicken, which, by the way, is a neutral thing until you put a thought attached, until you attach a thought to it. Because it could be that... The chicken's burnt because your dog got bit by a snake outside and your husband had to rush the dog to the vet and he really is a knight in shining armor. That's right. He's doing something awesome. You don't know what's going on. The chicken is just burnt. Mm -hmm. So that's your circumstance. Then you have a thought about it, which as we said, just like a little sentence you can look at in your hand that's going to determine your feelings. Mm -hmm. And Brooke says that you're feeling... It's just like one word. Just that's the easiest way to describe. It doesn't have to be absorbed into anything but this vibration. It's just a feeling. She talks a lot about feelings being um, we're scared of so many feelings, so much so that our fear of the feeling is probably worse than feeling the feeling in itself. Like the fear of having um, your blood drawn is probably worse than the feeling of the pain that happens when you get your blood drawn. Mm-hmm. And so feelings, she says, they're just vibrations in your body and they can't kill you. You won't die from so you, feeling that way. And if you're not scared of feeling any feelings, she says, then your entire world opens up to possibility because now I'm not worried about being rejected or somebody not liking me as we were talking about the juicy peach. I'm not worried about altering the way I look mm-hmm. or sound or you know, feel based on popularity request. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be my authentic true self. I'm going to set my goals super high and I'm going to reach them. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Dude. So this model really does kind of like open up a world of possibilities. Yeah. If you're not afraid to feel the feeling, then anything is possible. Yeah. You are untouchable. That's just, and it's all in your mind. That's so crazy. And it's not that you won't experience those feelings of ickiness. That's part of our processing. But you will know internally imprinted that you can get past the feeling any moment now (laughs) that insecurity can walk right out the door and you're going to be back to have an awesomeness. Yep. She has a whole episode on anxiety, which is a feeling I feel a lot. And she says that, you know, anxiety is a feeling that we have evolutionarily passed down through all the thousands of years that really has kept us alive as a species. We would be dead if that feeling didn't exist. And so when it comes into our bodies, often now it's not a life death situation. It comes into us. So what do we do? We resist it. So every time I get anxious, I'm like, I have anxiety. I need to get rid of this. I need to be happy all the time. This anxiety needs to go. So then in trying to resist the anxiety... That which you resist persists, (laughs) which is the worst. And she's really taught me that it's okay to feel anxious, to sit with it and be like, oh, hey, anxiety, what up? Mm -hmm. Let's go on a walk. Let's hang out. Thank you for keeping me alive. Mm -hmm. Feel free to go, though. The door's over there. Um, Because whenever you're done, I'd like to get back to my life. Mm -hmm. So thanks. And it's working. It's crazy. When I feel anxious, I'm like, oh, hey. Like an old friend. Yeah. Sit down. Do you need a hug? Let's let's have some tea, shall we? Yeah. Maybe a few deep breaths. Yeah. Because our feelings end up turning into our actions. Mm-hmm. How we create action 
Is it, I found the chicken burning. I'm going to blow up and start screaming and cursing and throwing a glass across the kitchen because I'm so mad at my husband. Mm -hmm. Or am I going to go outside and find him in the yard with the Mm -hmm. dog? Mm -hmm. And thinking about, she mentions the way you act when you're angry versus the way you're acting when you feel fabulous. And thinking about those byproducts, the way that you end up behaving. Do you really want to be behaving like this? Think about that for a moment as you examine your your action, the feeling that led to it, the thought that sprung all of that madness. And you can step back and say, do I really believe this thought? Do I really want this to be what controls my crazy behavior or this awesome behavior that's mm-hmm. landing me all this great connection? Or do I... Do I want to be angry all the time? Do I want to be bitter and resentful of my relationships? Or would my life be maybe served a little bit better for me and everyone else in my life if I released some of those things? And the model is really cool because you can come at it at any place. Like, what's what's going on in your life right now that you need to talk about? Maybe it's the thought that, gosh, I can't write creatively. I'm so stumped. Well, that's not a fact. That's not neutral. I agree that you can write. Can you write? I hope you can write. I don't want to be presumptuous. (laughs) Can you put a pen to paper? Yes, probably so. If you're listening to this podcast. Can you write creatively? Creative is a completely subjective opinion so that being in your sentence at all lets us know that it's a thought and not a circumstance so your circumstance is you have a creative writing prompt you have a creative writing opportunity it's a neutral fact we can all agree you listener you katie me moni are about to have a creative writing opportunity that's right Maybe your thought is, I don't know how to write creatively. I'm not going to write creatively well. Mm-hmm. You might have a lot of thoughts about that whole thing. You're just like, I'm not doing that thing with them. I don't yeah. do that. Right. That ain't me. And the first step is to ex- examine the fact that you're having these thoughts about the creative writing opportunity in front of you. Your feeling might be like, God, hurry up already. Or it might be like, oh, I'm just done with this now. Yeah. I'm not as creative as them. Let's go with that one. Okay. I'm not as creative as them. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take this thought according to Brooke's model. And this works for anything in your life. We're just going to use this as an example. Mm -hmm. We recognize that we don't want to have that negative thought. But if we immediately just try to turn around and say, I am the best creative writer in the world. And you start to tell yourself that it's not going to work because you don't yet believe that. It doesn't feel authentic. You still believe that you're not a good creative writer. Yeah. Deep down, we feel this still because you haven't done anything to prove yourself otherwise. So, you know. So we need to go somewhere a little more neutral. Mm -hmm. Perhaps I can write. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because most, more than likely, if you're listening to this podcast, you can write. Okay. So we've (laughs) taken your thought and we've made it neutral. And maybe after a month or two of listening to us and writing every day, then you can recognize and start to slowly shift that thought Mm -hmm. to, I can write creatively. I am a good creative writer. And then you can slowly start to shift that into, I am an excellent creative writer. I am the awesome creative writer. I'm the best creative writer. 
And then from that, those thoughts, you're going to have different feelings, different actions, and different results. And mm-hmm. you can really mind hack this, we think, for every aspect of your life. And maybe in the beginning, as you're telling yourself the thought that I can write, I can write words on paper, the feeling would be possibility. You know, you're feeling potential. You're feeling scared still. And then your action is with that scared potential, trying it. Mm -hmm. Your action leads to putting the pen on the paper and just giving it a shot. And then you've got some results. You have a new circumstance. You are a writer. You wrote something creative that can now stem and recycle back to your new circumstance, your new thought, and hopefully perpetuate a new mindset exactly of potential and it's not going to happen overnight these things these shifts in our mind these habits we've been working on for the last six months we're not going to just wake up tomorrow and everything's going to be different but I think that over a lifetime that utilizing this stuff really does have the potential to change your world which is crazy to Mm -hmm. think we all feel that we're so stuck in our circumstances but our thoughts have the potential to really shift that and this is this mm-hmm. is big to me. It this is, is big. Real big. It's a big <clears throat> way to step back and examine what's really going on in that beautiful brain. Yep. So if I had to guess, I'm betting that we're probably going to talk about some Brooke ideas some other time on another podcast. There's so many things that um, we're learning and we can't wait to dig in and put our own spin on and share mm-hmm. with y'all. Um, But in the meantime, we would love if you would go ahead and give it a try today. Get your pen and paper out. We can all agree this neutral circumstance is about to happen. That's right. It is. Let's get some prompts. Right here, right now. (laughs) So today we're going to be using... um, We're going to go back to springhole.net and work with their story prompt generators. So your first prompt is bumbling bartender in a car wash three minutes set your timer write your story with this prompt in mind we'll be back with two more prompts and for our second prompt we have a marionette is that like one of those puppets things shut up (laughs) (laughs) i just asked her that well, I thought there, if you ask, then there's probably people out there with pen and pads that are like, I don't know what a marionette is. I suck at this. I'm done with writing. I'm just going to follow my negative thoughts. I knew I was terrible at this. So I tried to tell them. I can't even write. Put this away. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Marionette is a puppet. Clarification. Thank you. But it's going to be a great three minute prompt. You're, Add it to your story. You're doing awesome. <laughs> and your final prompt is an illegal operation. Bum, 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 bum. Three more minutes. We'll be back with a whole story. We more can't wait to do yours. So I can't guarantee this story makes sense. How's yours? Likewise, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. But that always feels appropriate right here, right now. Yeah, it's a typical thought yeah. we have. That's okay. what happens when your creative flow 
is going without thinking twice. You're just going. Yeah. Because you only have three minutes. You got to get it out you there. You got to just do it. Commit. Move forward. That's what we're teaching ourselves here. And now bear your soul and share it with That's the world, right. Katie. This is my soul, then we might all, I don't know, <laughs> I might be doomed. Just kidding. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Booze and Bubbles. Can I get you a beverage while you wait? Some bubbles. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> the bartender was blonde, hair in a high ponytail, a cute girl, mid-30s. She was a bit hyper, bumbling, maybe. I jotted her qualities down in my notebook. She looked at me oddly. Then I realized she was waiting for me to respond. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll take a G and T. Gin and tonic. I specified in response to her questioning look. Is it your first time in? <laughs> yeah, I said, you know, drinking while you get your car washed. It's a great concept. She looked interested in me. I decided to go for it. This was Marlo's time to shine. I reached into my bag and pulled Marlo out in all his glory. I popped my prized monkey marionette on the bar (laughs) and started my bit. Hi. Hi, Marlo said. This is my first time out in public. My dad has been training me for months now. It's so nice to meet you. I made him tap and dance, bow, and look up at me while he talked. That's so cool! How did you learn to do that? I learned it while I was overseas, of course. I couldn't tell this poor girl that. She didn't need to know about my illegal operation of marionette dealing, of how I had immersed myself so far into the world of puppets. I could no longer speak to people without one. I just observe, take my notes, and speak through my puppets. Oh my gosh. Marlo tilted his little monkey head and said, Do what? As he put his hands in the air. She giggled. I felt happy to see her smile. I won't forget to put this down in my notebook. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's it's hard to get through. It's the funniest giggling. story. Great job, Katie. Thanks. So it made sense? <laughs> yeah. Perfect sense. Good. Oh, my gosh. You've done it again. That was fun. That was fun. Fabulous. Okay. Well, here here we go. Let's do it. <clears throat> what do you want me to do with all these non-perishables, she asked, annoyed. Oh, just uh, uh, feel free to, uh, um, you know, no worries. Just leave them there if, if that's if if you can vacuum around them. Cool, she replied flatly. Leanne, he read on her name tag. That's such a pretty name. He thought to himself. The the those are for uh, work work. I have to take them to an event tonight. I'm the b- b- bartender. Cool, she said again, unfazed. Did you get the super duper wash or the freaking super wash? She asked, still annoyed. Uh, I I think I got the... Oh, hell no. What the fuck is this thing? She interrupted, holding an oversized marionette puppet out. It was dressed like a cowboy and had the creepiest expression on its face. Uh, uh, Oh, that that old thing? That's my little sister's. She is part of the 
puppet performance posse. Whatever. It's creepy. What do you want me to do with it while we wash your car? Oh, I'll I'll, I'll just hold it. Thanks. Jason took the puppet and went to the waiting room. Upon closer inspection, this puppet was not your average puppet. Side note, what is your average puppet? Anyway, its clothes all seemed to be stuffed like it was part hay. Hey, Jason thought, maybe it's a scarecrow cowboy. But as he poked and prodded more, he found a shocking discovery. What he thought was hay was not, in fact, hay. But it was suddenly clear to him that his little sister was a part of more than just a puppet performance posse. Ooh. A PPP. Puppet performance posse. Let's have one. For someone with such a bumbling, boisterous personality. What's she hiding in there? We don't know. Something illegal. What do you think it could be? Probably a bunch of fun ideas. (laughs) Written on tiny pieces Yeehaw. of paper. I'm just a cowboy. I'm only stuffed with good ideas. Hey. Huh? <laughs> it's for horses. Wow. We're doing fun things today. Yeah, indeed. I hope you got to do a fun thing just now. We would love if you shared your stories to us at KT and Moni, M-O-N-I at gmail.com. Yeah, and make sure that you go wherever you're enjoying this listen and review us, subscribe, share with a friend, share the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye. Right here. Right now.